Welcome to Humane Voices, the official podcast of the Humane Society of the United States. If you've been online at all this past week, chances are you've seen a tiger loose in Houston, an off-duty police officer trying to approach it, Carol Baskin offering uh, a reward and uh, much more. So aren't you glad that Carrie and I are here to catch you up? <laughs> um, today, we are going to hear the latest on our story as we have a returning guest on the show, Noelle Almerud, Senior Director of the Cleveland Amory Black Beauty Ranch. Thank you so much for sitting down to chat with us. I know that your day is very busy as well. I'm sure getting inquiries uh, you know, throughout the day and throughout the week. So thanks so much for sitting down to chat with us for a little bit, Noelle. No, happy to, happy to. Yeah, so, Noelle, I, I think we should start off by clarifying that the reason you are here is because this, this tiger who has been roaming the streets of Houston um, for, for some time now is, is now uh, uh, within, what, 50 yards of you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is at the sanctuary. He's at Black Beauty Ranch. He arrived safely. We transported him back to uh, Murkison, Texas from Houston yesterday. Um, he handled the trip very well and he's settling in very nicely. That's fantastic to hear. Yeah, that's really great to hear because the crazy you know, story that's been happening it could have ended very differently. So we're glad that it has a happy ending. Um, I, I guess the biggest question is <laughs> that people are probably asking is how did this tiger end up in a, a sleepy Houston suburban neighborhood in the first place? Uh, I guess maybe that's yeah, a question. You're going to get angry calls from Houston when you describe them as sleepy. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Houstonians yeah, will not like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I guess the question is, yeah, I, do we know you know, where where India would have even come from, how this even uh, happened. Yeah, unfortunately, the pet exotic pet trade is alive and well and probably no better place than Texas because we have so few laws to regulate the ownership of exotic animals. Um, you know, I always say you can go online and search for anything and you can buy an exotic animal. And it's so frustrating because these people don't care whether it's legal or not. They'll just sell you an animal and you know, the exotic pet trade just goes on and on and they're just constantly breeding for cub petting uh, mm. opportunities. And then what happens when that tiger gets to be too big, then where do they go? And then they end up in the pet trade or they end up at substandard facilities or they just disappear and we don't know what happens to them. And mm. we're assuming that they're, they're killing them. Um, so it's not surprising that this tiger ended up in a home. And there's probably a lot more that we don't know about because again, Texas doesn't regulate um, this situation very well. So Noelle, I was seeing, I think I saw on TV, um, at least one of the interviews, and it may have been um, off the mark, was that someone was saying that it is technically illegal to own a tiger within the city of Houston, but clearly, clearly there are violators left and right on this. Um, it sounds, uh, I mean, as we know, India is not the first such tiger that you guys have had to assist with and, and take in. Yeah, yeah, and you're right. In the large cities in Texas, it is illegal because the city has, has outlawed it, but every county can regulate whether or not it's legal. And the count, most rural counties, um, you're required to have a permit, but the government doesn't, government officials don't even know anything about it. They certainly don't know that there's wild animals out there because nobody else knows that they're there. Yeah. Um, you're supposed to register, get a permit, but that just doesn't happen. And when they do find one, they're not equipped to handle that type of, 
of situations. So it's, it's just frustrating all the way around. But, but yeah, we did rescue another tiger in 2019 from Houston as well. Uh, Loki, who's doing great at the sanctuary. And then just this past uh, winter, we rescued Elsa from Bear County, which is the San Antonio, mm. uh, city of San Antonio. So, and that's, this tiger that we just took India was the third one just this year and we're only in May. So there. Yeah. And it, it seems to me, I mean, like, stop me if I'm wrong here, but you know, part of the thing that made this story sort of get so much attention is just that the, the fact that it happened to be that this tiger was outdoors and got caught on video. I mean, we, we have no idea the number of animals that may be in cages, languishing in basements, put in people's garages, just because they're hidden from sight. Yeah, absolutely. For example, I believe this owner, also owns some primates, some monkeys. And in Houston, wow. it's legal if the monkey is under 30 pounds. So, you know, those animals, if they do have them, will not be taken away from them. Wow. Right. So it seems like India, it was actually these turn of events uh, created a lucky circumstance because now India is is having proper and appropriate care uh, for, for an animal like that. So how long is India going to be staying at Black, Black Beauty Ranch? We hope indefinitely. Um, obviously, we do not have full ownership of India yet. Um, that will we'll work with Houston Police Department and Bark, their animal control agency, who have done wonders. They are an amazing. They are amazing organizations, and we couldn't be happier to work with them. Um, but they have to go through their legal process. So, I, at this point, I don't know how long that will last. But we're they want to transfer the owner to us or the tiger over to us. We want to take the tiger. Um, so we hope that happens. Noel, do we have any idea how the tiger got his name? I think a, I think some of us have, have been hearing hearing the name India, and we're curious. I think a lot of us accidentally were referring to we're, we're misgendering him, um, thinking that he was a lady tiger at first. I, yeah, I was doing the same thing, especially since he had a, a like a turquoise rhinestone collar around oh. his neck when they when they caught him. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I have not spoken to the owner, so I don't know how he got his name. But you know, obviously tigers are indigenous to India, so I'm assuming that has something to do oh, with it. Oh, that would make sense. There you go. <laughs> so just out of curiosity, when, um, when he's staying at BBR, like what will his setup be there in comparison to what he's probably been experiencing in the home? Well, right now he's in a small den um, just because we want him to get acclimated. We want him to settle down because he's had a stressful couple of days. Um, our, our vet will do an examination, check him out, make sure he's okay. And he will be in quarantine for 30 days where he can't be around other tigers because we don't know tigers can carry viruses and diseases and we don't want to pass those on to our tigers. Um, and then he will be opened up to his yard, which is about a half acre of naturally wooded um, habitat. There's a, a pool that he can swim in. Tigers love water. Um, there's tall platforms that he can mm -hmm. climb up on and, and go to sleep up there. Uh, grass he can sleep in and roll around in. And, you know, tigers sleep so many hours of the day. So he's going to spend, he can practice sleeping in every spot of that half acre. <laughs> He'll be sleeping and eating. But I assume yeah. even though he's getting a pool that we're, you know, we're not talking about him trading up his rhinestone collar for, you know, tiger striped bikini briefs, right? <laughs> he's going to be living in the more natural way that he should be. Yes. He's, he's right. going to be swimming in his birthday suit. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, it's really good to see to, um, you know, big cat behavior, just being in the environment that India was in, 
it's it's so different and it's so great to now be under professional care because I could only imagine the overwhelming stress about being even though India seemed fairly domesticated from how you know the interaction between humans just being around all these people this week and and all the stress of of new strangers and everything like that it's great that he you know there's able there's care that can go on for India um, that's appropriate for for him so Really yeah, crazy. we have an amazing team. Um, our staff is so dedicated. They, you know, they were in early this morning to check on him just to make sure that he did okay overnight. Um, they're spending more time talking to him. Um, we never go in with them. We never pet them or love on them because they are wild animals and we don't want to put ourselves at risk or potentially injure the animal if something were to happen to one of us. So we do all of this on the outside of the fence, but we talk to him. We, you know, we baby talk him because that's what he's used to. Tigers chuff, which is a sound that they make, which is like a greeting. And he's doing that right away. And so we'll try to mimic that back. Although our chuff doesn't sound near as cool as his does. But, um, and so we're just trying to give him that interaction that he's used to. And we will slowly taper that off. Um, it's not like we ever go to the point where we ignore them. I mean, we're always talking to him just because he's used to human interaction and probably always will be, but we tailor our interactions based on the animals. So for example, we have other animals that have come from situations where they want nothing to do with us and we respect that and we Mm. do everything that we have to around them very quietly and then get out of their way. So right now he's enjoying the attention. Mm. So Noel, just for the folks who will never experience this, what exactly is involved for a veterinarian in examining a tiger? Well, um, to do a full examination, the tiger would have to be sedated because Mm -hmm. we can't handle him um, once they become too large. Um, But it would include um, Mm -hmm. x-rays, drawing blood, checking for parasites, uh, checking their eyes, their ears, you know, a lot that goes into just like a normal um, examination when you have your dog or your cat examined. Mm -hmm. Um, But we have, we're very fortunate. We have a board certified uh, veterinarian that's board certified in zoo medicine. Uh, so she knows her cat. She knows she knows them backwards and forwards. And so she's she's already taken she's done a visual exam of him and says he looks good. You know, he's proper weight. Um, his eyes are clear. So um, we're not seeing anything right off the bat that would alarm us. But we'll wait to do a full exam. And we may even wait until after we have ownership because the courts may not want us to do a full exam if there's really not a reason to right away. Well, so I'm sure the question everybody wants to know the answer to is how big is the litter box? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I don't have a scooper big enough for that. <laughs> yeah, perhaps we shouldn't go too far down this path. <laughs> yeah, so no, his litter box is a half acre of grass. <laughs> there you go. We'll go in every once in a while, get him, get him into his den. We go in, we pick everything up and replace it with enrichment and toys for him. That's great. We will get kitty litter updates soon on the next episode. Uh, no, but it, it sounds like Noel that that India is is now under appropriate care, and that India was lucky in this case to get that care. Unfortunately, there are thousands of other big cats, like you mentioned, that continue to suffer. So, what can we, the public, do to curb this private ownership of animals like these? Um, Support the Big Cat Public Safety Act, which is a federal bill that is uh, hopefully up for vote this year that would ban the ownership of big cats and prohibit the public contact of big cats. 
um, contact your uh, local legislators and tell them you want stronger laws. Um, there are many states that, that ban it outright across the whole state, but there are also many states that do not. So um, know, your, know your state's laws and tell them you want stronger ones if they're not, if they're not good enough. And don't ever buy a wild animal. <laughs> yeah. Number one. Yeah. Please. Yeah. And I no. always say too, I always put it out there because people that watch these shows, sometimes they do own wild animals mm -hmm. and they don't know what to do with them. So uh, we're a member of the Big Cat Sanctuary Alliance. We're a network of reputable sanctuaries. We will help place animals in sanctuaries. So reach out to myself or the Big Cat Sanctuary Alliance and we will help place animals in reputable facilities. That's awesome. Was there anything else that you wanted to mention? I think that that was a great um, kind of summary of everything going on. Noel. Yeah, yeah, we'll just we'll keep providing updates. And definitely when we let India back out into his big yard, it's going to be so much fun to see him exploring and swimming and, and playing around because he still he still acts like a youngster. Yeah. Well, he's such, Noel, yeah, thank he's you so young. much for doing this with us. I know you've been basically on every possible media stream and I, I realize that we're not CNN, but we appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys are so much fun. I'll do this any day. Hey. Any day of the week, you let me know. We'll All do right. some more animal noises. How about that the exactly. next time? Yeah, animal we calls. Want to, we want your India chuffle later on. <laughs> yeah, we need and a I'm new sure, I'm sure you and your team are hopefully going to making, be making the noise of snoring later on because you guys definitely <laughs> deserve it. Sounds like you've been up. <laughs> All hours. So thank yeah. you for all the work you're doing for India. Thank you, yeah. guys. It was thank, a pleasure. Thank you very much, Noelle. Uh, Noelle Ulmerd, Senior Director of the Cleveland Amory Black Beauty Ranch. That's all we have for today's show. Um, to keep up with India and our work at Cleveland Amory Black Beauty Ranch, you can always find out more information, updates, and the latest news at humanesociety.org for more info. Thank you so much, and see you next time on Humane Voices. Humane Voices.